This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down strap yourself in as you're going to be listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show where over the course of the next hour you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't through the snow on the one horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way belt on bobtail ring making spirits bright what fun it is to laugh and sing a sleigh song tonight Come on, there's no escaping from it. I mean, my Tesco's. 
has been advertising the fact since August. But Christmas is now only about six weeks away. And what could be more fitting to remind you of that fact? But William Shatner, aided and abetted by Henry Rollins and Jingle Bells, taken from the CD, Shatner Clause. I kid you not. Even though Uncle Armitage is still here, still with a dodgy cough. Last Saturday... I popped up to see, up close and personal, Glenn Matlock at the Amersham Arms in New Cross, where he'd be playing all the hits he penned. And then afterwards, I was planning on getting him to sign his I Was a Teenage Sex Pistols autobiography that Mrs A would then put away for my up-and-coming birthday. The thing is, unbeknown to me, it had been cancelled about three weeks ago. It seems I wasn't the only one not informed as the barman when I asked what time the gig started said, not another one. I know things get cancelled for a variety of reasons, but uh, when you get your ticket directly from the promoter, you would like to think they get round to letting you know about the change in circumstances and maybe even refunding you the money without having to be prompted to do so with two emails, two phone calls and a text, which, as I speak, the said refund still hasn't reappeared into my PayPal account.
Oh, to have been in LA on Tuesday for the Generation Sex gig at the Viper Room that featured Steve Jones and Paul Cook from the Sex Pistols and Billy Idol and Tony James from Generation X. As I drove back from the non-gig, I thought to myself, well, this evening won't be a complete loss. Feet up with Mrs A. She'll be watching Strictly. Well, I can settle down and read a few more chapters of Jerry Nolan's biography, Stranded in the Jungle, that I am currently thoroughly enjoying reading. I got as far as the feet up bit, as I, along with everybody else's one, quickly checked on social media, where former Howling Mad guitaring colleague and former hangnail bassist Paul Elphick had posted, Todd Youth has died. Sadly, this wasn't one of those six internet hoaxes with Todd's fire-burned bandmate Israel Joseph I confirming it. I was never a fan of Todd's harder bands, but the Chelsea Smiles ticked all the right boxes, and no... No disrespect to Steve Conte, I really hoped that he'd have stayed the course with the Michael Munro band for at least an album. Funnily enough, Chelsea Smiles drummer Carl Rockfist joined Michael Munro band just as Todd was exiting. I never got to see uh, Todd play live in any of his bands. I will forever kick myself for not seeing them, uh, Chelsea Smiles, touring with them. Wednesday 13, back in 2009, the final time the uh, band played over here. I think the last time the band played all together uh, was at the Viper Room, uh, July 2014. Now, I might be barking up the wrong tree here, but I always felt that Todd only seemed content as a sideman, happy to play in the shadows for the likes of Glenn Campbell, Ace Freely, Cheap Trick, and even Motorhead. He will be missed.
the Chelsea Smiles and Nothing to Lose from their 2009 self-titled album, which was swiftly followed by the New York Dolls and Chatterbox that Chelsea Smiles covered on the 36 Hours Later album. Talking to my head, disc one of Everything Louder Than Everyone Else has been found. It was still in my daughter's car's CD player. Both of us recall me taking it out. Obviously, I didn't. Turns out, she only discovered it was in there when it suddenly started to play. My offer of, you can hang on to it for a while, uh, seemed to fall onto deaf ears. Um, (laughs) I'm currently looking for a Bluetooth or Chromecast adapter so I can stream my music files from uh, my external hard drive onto my stereo. I think X to Ray, who is coming up tomorrow, has the same problem. We shall put our collective heads together. Any thoughts or ideas, please let me know. So yeah, extra rate coming up tomorrow for the Feel Good Pand who are playing the Pelton Arms in Greenwich, which is just around the corner from where I work. Of course, I said I would accompany him. Stupidly, I forgot that tomorrow and Sunday it's the second annual Croydon Rocks Festival. So it looks like after the Spangles have played, we'll be hot-footing it from CR0 to SE10. Now I know what you're thinking. A tribute band over originals, and you're sort of right. Had Exeter Ray not come up, I would have acknowledged that the Feel Goods gig as a missed opportunity and stayed in Croydon for the duration. As I said previously about the Feel Good band, in certain circles, they are deemed more genuine than Dr. Feel Good themselves. There's always been a place and a need for tribute bands, as they are more affordable side of things. 80 quid plus to see Metallica with binoculars forking out obscene amounts for beer or a tenner to see Mentalica playing all the songs you want to hear. No brainer really. The Feel Good band have uh, gone as far as to record a few live in the studio tracks. Obviously there's no commercial advantage to this. I guess it's uh, just to show potential promoters that they are the real deal. Probably.
Get on to some new music before I become all nostalgic. It ain't what it used to be. Press release reading time. Badly. With distorted garage rock draped in the shabbiest of guitar pop, X Darlings, fronted by Harry Darling, Bitch Queens, and Isabella Eda Delilah's, come out swinging to deliver a ferocious and unapologetic alternative to alternative. Which, oh, what started as a studio project from the duo has. As the release of their first album, Proaches, grown into a full-throated and blistering live band. Odsit, Langu, gravelly bass and backing vocals, sorry guys, locked in with Sammy Paterka's hammering, dance-worthy drums, still sorry, to join Harry, git vocals, and Isabella, git backing vocals, in forming X-Darlings, a band now based in Zug and Basel, Switzerland. I am so sorry. Their debut LP, Dead Toy, Capital of the World, appearing November the 2nd, 2018 on Swiss label Lux Noise, is a nine-track collection of pumping rhythms, blasting guitars and apocalyptic thoughts. Produced from start to finish in Harry Darling's own lipstick studios, no outsourcing or daylight needed, a stone's throw away from Basil's largest slaughterhouse. It's no surprise that this heavy and single-handed DIY attitude in the studio created a healthy end-of-the-world vibe that washed through the songs, noticeable even in the scattered, more positive, well almost, moments of the record. Like the soundtrack to a cyberpunk B-movie, Dead Toy Capital of the World is timeless and trashy, yet clever and crudely charming. X-Darlings are ready to bring the apocalypse to the stage. After all that... You'd be wanting to hear a track from said album. You've got your head in the clouds, calm down, snap out of it. You've got your panties in a bunch, calm down, snap out of it. People of the world, snap out of it. Once you go down there, snap out of it, snap out of it. Cut your head, it's all you know. You would be better off in a fall. And you take the easy way, you'll be left with nothing to show. You're stuck in cherry flavor
yourself before they slap you out of it. Cause you're kicking shit and you know it, you know it. You're gonna die in a fall every day. You grow old and you'll be left with nothing to show. and snap out of it. Now, this doesn't warrant a... Compare and contrast. Or maybe it does, but Particle Collision, the track after snap out of it, sounds like the back of your baby's minus Celsius. Well, the main rift. But don't take my word for it. Yes, no, maybe, either way, both do it for me. The Back Your Babies, if Facebook is to believe, on the 29th, started laying down tracks for the Sliver and Gold album, which is due out through Century Media Records sometime next year, early, I believe. June this year saw the Shoving Rock single in celebration of the band's 30th year together. Technically, though... Shouldn't it be their 25th as they're on hiatus between 2009 and 2014? Answers on a postcard. One, two, three, four.
we're talking anniversaries, 38 years ago tomorrow, as in the 3rd of November, future and non-rock radio UK listeners saw the release of the Dam's fourth and first album to feature bassist Paul Gray. Even though the album was self-titled, it became known as The Black Album, and this was even before the big beat reissue that aped the Beatles' white album cover. Now, I could have gone all Henry Rollins and played the whole studio sides, but uh, he's already done that at least twice, so it seems uh, pretty pointless. 1980 was a great year for landmark releases. My Heads, Ace of Spades, Iron Maiden's self-titled debut, and mercifully, Led Zeppelin called it a day after John Bonham died. Uh, it's hard for me to be objective when it comes to uh, saying what the album means to me, having lived with it for so long. Fortunately, Malcolm, my work colleague, had never heard of it, it until uh, this week. He thought it was very reminiscent of The Who, the way the tracks flowed into each other. I'm not quite sure which Who album he's referring to, but I'll take that. Some tracks he thought were, as he'd expect them to sound, with others still sounding modern. Again, I'll take that. Here's the rap pen's Drinking About My Baby, which will be swiftly followed by Paul Gray's Hit or Miss.
I'm a mono man. Love the Ramones 40th anniversary mono mix of their debut album and own all the mono studio albums that the Beatles put out because uh, that's the way the band intended them to sound. Have a listen to the mono version of Sgt. Pepper and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about and how right I am. So, I viewed the up-and-coming 2018 50th anniversary stereo remix of the Beatles' White Album with disdain. That was until I heard While My Guitar Gently Weeps, taken from said album. Original producer George Martin's son, Giles, has had his fingers on the sliders and faders for this project. And bearing in mind, the album was recorded on a four- and eight-track desk. What he has done, for me as a lifelong Beatles fan, is nothing short of phenomenal. You can almost taste the individual sounds. I seriously have been won over. Thank you. 
once in a while, a CD will come my way that will literally blow my socks off in a, well, I didn't see that coming kind of way. Band in question are Bad Sports, who hail from Denton and Austin in Texas. When I read that a band is garage punk, they generally turn out to be along the lines of Blink-182 playing at being five seconds of summer. There's nothing wrong in either of those bands as five sauce were for my daughter, the gateway band, into the real thing. Bad sports have been a coming concern for over ten years, with constant stimulation that came out last week on Dirt Nat Records, the band's, depending on the source of your information, fourth or fifth album, which means I have some serious catching up to do. The self-titled debut, as I speak, is currently winging its way to my abode, but it's constant stimulation that needs our attention. The track are that uh, has been this week's earworm is Gains and Losses and sounds remarkably like this.
Frank Von Hell, former vocalist of Turbo Negro, has just unleashed his first solo album, Egomania, that has thankfully swept his Doctor Madness recordings under the carpet, along with that uncle no one talks about. The first single of it, Bum to Bum, as I said at the time, was the best Turbo Negro song the current lineup wished they'd recorded. The second single, Blood, however, probably had them chuckling to themselves that their crown was still safe. Egomania. It's a good album. It's not a great album. No balls were grabbed. Tickled, maybe. But it is nothing to be ashamed of. Hank will be playing in London on the 15th of December. The same day as The Last Great Dreamers, Johnny Moped, and the Camden Rock Silent Night gig that features the main grains, the Burnham's Joyriders, Rich Raggedy and the Digressions, the Idle Dead, and the Fiascos. Me, I'll be at my firm's do. This is Hank Von Hell and Dirty Money.
gig that I will be at will be the November Alternative Gathering at the Bird's Nest in Deptford on the 9th, as in next Friday, to see Flame Pilots along with the Fascinators and the Off Topic Band. 8 o'clock is when things get underway, and it's free to get in. This is the Flame Pilots and a live version of First Breath of Freedom. There's another song about expressing yourself. Indeed. If not, take to the streets. First breath of freedom. This is the start of the end. 
Well, that's it. As I started with William Shatner and his version of Jingle Bells that featured Henry Rollins, I'm going to end this week's show with the punk version still featuring Henry Rollins. Until next week, take it easy. Okay, you guys, he's here. Okay, come on, band, go, 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 through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh. We're going now, we're going now. We go. go. Laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What better it is to ride say a sleigh dog today? Go back!